come to one of the Philippine islands known for great beaches that also feels a lot like America. And our strange undercover investigation about the disruptive rideshare service lift. And golfing in the Myrtle Beach area is great, and so is the food. All coming up on Undercover Jet Center. Hi everyone. Cheers. Cheers. We begin today with our recent journey to the Philippines. One quick note, Philippines has one L because it's named after King Philip II of Spain. Hence, the Philippines. We just thought that was kind of interesting. And there are lots of gorgeous places to visit. For this trip, we were in Cebu and on the island of Mactan. It's got everything for travelers, great resorts, great food, and lovely people. Now, Susan, before we get to that, what we want to do is we want to show you how I got stuck in a cab for about an hour. And this is just as I got there. So these are my first impressions of Cebu on the Philippines. A tapestry of first impressions, bobblehead dogs digging Carol King in a cab ride in Cebu, Philippines. Like any new destination, you mix old impressions. Cebu resembles the Caribbean in muggy tropical weather, plenty of developed world visuals and a touch of American culture on the radio. My cabbie, Christopher, who wasn't even born before the 70s, admits he loves the oldies. He also loves the other drivers in Cebu since he seems to know them all with yells and taps on the horn. <laughs> And he needs to. Traffic here is a mix of crowded jitneys. This is cheap transportation for everyone, it seems. It also seems a bit dangerous, as I've seen folks hanging off the back of these jitneys. And there are plenty of scooters and mopeds negotiating the jitneys, cabs, and horn blasts. Adding to the traffic jam is road construction. The locals tell us this is nothing compared to Manila. We will have to see. Is this construction all progress, or is it just catching up? Now, we did not try the jitneys, and those are those large jeeps that you saw. They were left over from World War II, and then the locals turned them into the taxi hacks, basically, that you see there. Yeah, and there, there's a big American feel there. Even the disc jockeys sound like they're from middle America. But this place is, it's booming in many respects. So not only does it feel like America, but there could be some business opportunity as well. And here we are on the beautiful island of Mactan in Cebu, and this is the Shangri-La. It's absolutely stunning, and here's the princess saying hello to us like she does every day and every evening. And this looks a lot like Hawaii, we decided. Yeah, it really does have a feel of, of Hawaii, and uh, you're going to get a great ocean view. You're going to see some great, fabulous beaches as well, and uh, this is the place, if you're going to go to Cebu, this is the place to stay. Absolutely. I mean, it's a little pricey, but if you can afford it, do it. It's so gorgeous. And it's got that exotic Polynesian, sophisticated Polynesian style that I really love that we always say about Hawaii when you're in the right place. It's so beautiful. And now, we here's don't know two who these guys. Two guys are. <laughs> right? One of them's very, very unhappy, and I think we need to kick him off the island. So the great thing is there's a lot of great food at the bar there that we were overlooking the ocean on and uh, um, the stuff was great. You, you love this stuff. This You went nuts on this. Oh my god, this stuff was amazing. It's like fresh chopped up vegetables and chorizo. 
in like this stew thing and then you you put it on this great bread and it's just amazing and you love the salad which was phenomenal too fresh salad was very fresh great olives there was some avocado in there a lot of peppers uh, really nicely done uh, really high-end stuff um, the stuff that uh, you know you'd always be looking for at a great resort the uh, tuna here that was seared was seared to perfection Absolutely, yeah, and you can see it there, and we had these great sesame seeds and all other kinds of seeds on it. We hardly needed any lemon. It was just delicious as it was. And then we had this great Chardonnay with it, too, um, that was really a nice compliment that we're going to see here in a, just a second. But the Chardonnay was acidity, was very nicely balanced, and the guy actually recommended it to us as an upgrade from what we were drinking. And it's from uh, Santiago, just south of Santiago in Chile and they're actually a pioneer in developing sustainable wine there in Chile so um, it, it's a very nice uh, oaky but fresh and minerally kind of a wine that you know we, we kind of loved and as we say if you can hang at the shang then you're really doing it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah this did complement everything that uh, we were eating and just to give you a quick review of the stuff that uh, we did have there and uh, definitely Shangri-La is the place to go if you're going to be uh, heading to Cebu And then we eventually moved into Cebu City, and uh, this is a boom town. This is a great place. We ended up staying at the Marriott here. And the Marriott was wonderful. The people were really delightful. And right next to the Marriott is the Ayala Center, which is this phenomenal outdoor mall. You can see the red hangar there from H&M. I mean, you can't miss it. That's really kind of what designates that Ayala Center there. And there's every kind of restaurant there. Um, we'll show you a few, but there's also Korean barbecue, sushi. There's a Chim Chow Choi dim sum restaurant. Um, a lot of great stuff. And as you can see, it's open air. It's really fun to just go and walk around and hang out. And you'll see a lot of locals hanging out there with us. Now, this is a place we found. Uh, it was a, a wine house, which fancy that we discovered a wine house in Cebu and it's wine without drama and we we loved it didn't we <laughs> yeah we love the saying too more than anything else uh they had some great little plates there but they certainly had uh some great wines and uh, this was a Sauvignon Blanc that uh, that you recommended you thought this would be the best one for us to have and uh, boy you were right this is super Oh, it was beautiful, and it's from Sonoma, and they also practice sustainable farming there. Um, it's a very grassy, melony, apple-y um, wine, and we loved it. It went great with all the food we had, and here's Joel Gott, which we always love. It's unoaked, so it's aged in stainless steel, but at the same time, it's still buttery because of the Chardonnay grape. And here's one of the uh, great small plate uh, appetizers that we had there. Yeah, this was delicious. A little crunchy, a little heat. You can see some peppers in there, and, and it was crab, so it was cool, and the sauce was really delicious. And we'll get into that more in a, another episode for you here. And this is The Social, another place that we went to, an outdoor sports bar. And the bar food was amazing. It was very upscale, considering it was bar food. 
Yeah, I mean, this was shrimp with avocado in there, and uh, yeah, I mean, better than most bars you're going to go to in, uh, uh, back home in the United States. So uh, we, were, we were actually really impressed uh, with the food there, and uh, again, open air, um, a, a lot of television, so if you wanted to watch sports, most of the sports was going to be European soccer, so most Americans right. probably wouldn't get into it but um, and these were great chili prawns that we had with the avocado cream sauce and i think they had a little tempura vegetables in the back there which was a nice accompaniment to everything oh and this that real quick shot was the four seasons mai tai that they make that's kind of blended and then john you actually said oh let's make a mai tai the traditional way yeah, and we used the Four Seasons, the, the Del Monte Four Seasons, which is orange, mango, pineapple, and guava in there. But I made him put in two or three different types of rum, dark rum, spiced rum, uh, and then the gold rum. And this was our bartender who uh, absolutely loved it. So we actually got a shot of him enjoying it. And he was one of just the, the, the many great people there that we got a chance to meet as well. And again, we were talking about this this area being kind of a boom town. It's almost like it's going to be the Silicon Valley for Asia. It's really easy for Americans to do business here. There are two reasons. One, everyone talks American English, and costs are really low. Yeah, absolutely. And this is actually an urban community development that you're seeing there um, that's very new, and that's on Macton Island. And a lot of stuff coming out of there, and here you see that as well. Um, a lot of urban housing going on for, as you said, those people that are moving there to do business and for very cheaply. And one of the things we found that people there were just so freaking nice. I mean, it was just, they're just nice people there. Yeah, they're absolutely, they're, they're friendly, they're wonderful, they're helpful, they're so sweet. And I mean, they really go out of their way to just serve you and, and make whatever you're doing as part of your day just a pleasant, beautiful experience. Now, we should talk about some of the drawbacks there. Some of the, There is some horrible traffic there. It kind of reminded me of San Juan in Puerto Rico. There are jeepneys all over the place. The country is kind of politically splintered. There's so many islands and regions. And there is some religious terrorism there. You know, you saw some checkpoints that you're going to see that we saw at some of the hotels. But really, there, there wasn't hardly any in Cebu. We, there is no violence that we saw that happened. We felt pretty safe there. So, Oh, yeah. Everything's just there for your safety. And, I mean, you just see how beautiful it is. And, and here again, we're at the Shangri-La where, you know, you can't go wrong. Even if you're staying somewhere else, it's definitely worth a visit. And you will absolutely adore it. And that is the view from Cebu. We'll see you next time in Cebu, because hopefully we're going to go back soon. I got to tell you, the, the, the place grew on me. I, I, I really enjoyed it there. But for Americans, uh, that's, that's a long way to go, don't you think, for just a week vacation? Well, you know, it depends on what you consider long and also where you're coming from. If you're over in Asia and you're flying in from somewhere else, it's, it's quite short. But it could be up to 15 hours if you're traveling from the United States direct. But we would say it's worth it. Still ahead. A disruptive lift. And welcome back. Needless to say, we are fans of disruptive companies. We, we actually think we are a disruptive company. And we work 
with a number of disruptive companies. Yeah, that's right. And we're big supporters of rideshare companies. We talk about Uber a lot, mm -hmm. but we, we also use Lyft just as much. And we discovered Lyft in Houston. It's kind of an interesting story. Watch this. Now TV coming from Houston, meet Francesco, a driver from Lyft, a new ride service like Uber, disrupting taxi companies in many cities. Now, at this point in the video here, Francesco's $15 estimate won him our fare and a chance to prove Lyft's worth. Earlier, we hadn't thought of using Lyft or even creating this unplanned, undercover economic experiment with three different companies working for our business. It all started when a taxi missed a planned pickup by more than 20 minutes. Then a limo driver called by the hotel also arrived, even though he was listed in the Yellow Pages as a taxi. He wanted $35 above Francesco's rate. He's going to charge us 15 so I apologize if I offended you. But I will not put you on. Meanwhile, the taxi driver said he didn't know if he could beat Francesco's $15 price until he got us there. However, we knew a previous ride to the same place was $30, $15 over Francesco's estimate. Now, the video is jumpy here since I complied with the limo driver and cabbie's request not to video or identify them. Not so Francesco. As advertised, he was polite and friendly. His car was modern and clean. He explained the Lyft app that locates a driver immediately, tracks how far away the driver is, and he verifies he is a Lyft driver. Now, paying through the Lyft app was easy. I just signed up using my credit card moments before, and oh, that $15 estimate, it was off by $1. And he was a great driver. Now, granted, there are some problems out there. There's a few bad apples. But for the most part, we've had pretty good success with the Ubers and the Lyfts out there. Yeah, oh, we've had great experiences. Um, and, you know, I think for the most part, that is what you're going to get if you ever do have a problem. The companies will take care of it right away. They act fast and quickly. And you can even do it right off your phone. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about getting a good safe ride even after you've had a couple of drinks. That's right, we're going to the Myrtle Beach area and we're gonna have some great food, some great drinks and make sure you stay safe. Beach is known for great golf and you told me that you could play a different course every day for two months and never play the same course twice, right? That's true and, and the same holds true for a lot of the restaurants down there. They're getting a lot more restaurants and the restaurants are getting good so I took a tour of the restaurants around the Sea Trail Golf and Convention Center. Take a look. This is the 17th hole at Maples Course at Sea Trail, and that was a nice four iron into the wind at 190 yards for me. Yes, I did make the par putt coming back for another ho-hum par. There's nothing ho-hum about staying at Sea Trail. They have plenty of accommodations for no matter how many players you have. Plus, they have plenty of golf, too, with three enjoyable courses. Afterwards, you can always hit Magnolia's, the on-site restaurant and pub, but you may want to cook for yourself during your stay. There are Lowe's and Food Lion grocery stores nearby. Of course, there are plenty of places to grab a great meal. One of my favorite dives is the Seafood Hut in Calabash. The scallop sandwich is ideal, with some spice, but not too much breading. Need a deli fix? Try the Calabash Deli. It feels and tastes like New York, but you get the southern charm with no one yelling at you. Plus, dig these sandwiches. Right up the street is the Boundary House with the perfect local scallop appetizer and then some spicy bang-bang shrimp to follow. 
Not too far away is Grapevine. This has Mediterranean dishes with some local seafood as specialties. Yeah. This Asiago shrimp can be an appetizer or an entree over pasta. I say get both. Yo, want some Italian? Try Chianti South. It has plenty of awards. Plus, it boasts the best veal chop I ever had. And yes, I gnaw the bone. How about Mexican, senor? Casavilla is not far in North Myrtle Beach. This is authentic, homemade, old-style Mexican. The ceviche is superb. You need your steak fix? Well, my suggestion is Joe's Bar and Grill on 17 in North Myrtle Beach. Sure, the name is not memorable, but the steak is. I love the filet here. The prime rib, well, it's seasoned and cooked to perfection. Back in Sunset Beach, a new Asian place has just opened called Golden City. It has Chinese and sushi. Takeout too. I tried the sushi, and as you know, I am a sushi snob. It was fresh and creatively composed. You will catch me here again. If you want to pick up some libations, you can use the nearby ABC store or head south to North Myrtle Beach and grab a few bottles at Pirate's Cove right on Route 17. Next door is the wine shop and wine bar. You can get a wide range of tastes from inexpensive to some high ends like Prisoner, one of my favorite reds. Also on Friday nights, you can enjoy wine tastings. There are plenty of police checkpoints in the area, so don't ruin a good golf outing by drinking and driving. To find out where those checkpoints are so you can stay put after a few, text or call this number, 832-810-FREE. Give them the five-digit zip code where you are, and they will alert you to traffic checkpoints so you will think first before driving. For getting a ride home safely, Uber can only be used in South Carolina. In the car. But Kogler's car service can cover you in both states. Just call this number, 910-274-2751. Keep swinging easy, folks. Now, you live there. Are the checkpoints that often? Uh, they are, and there are quite a few in the area there. And in defense of police, it is a tourist area, so they're trying to stop the drunk driving. On the other hand, there's a lot of people who live there who say they think it's like an illegal search and seizure. Wow. Now, have you been stopped? I have been. I have been stopped one time, and I wasn't drinking at all, but I've actually talked to somebody who was stopped 12 times, and the cops kept asking him, how come you smell like beer? He says, I'm a bartender. That's why I smell like beer. <laughs> Wow, that's a great excuse. Now, we should also point out to our viewers that that number we are giving you, it's our exclusive number for you, our viewers, from Relayed. That can be used actually anywhere in the United States, but just remember, don't drink and drive. That's right, we want you jet-setting safely, and uh, that is our show, so thanks for joining us. Cheers. Cheers.